a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts, with some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin. These three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jap Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Joseph Eric and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. All right. Welcome, Welcome to Jap Talion and this guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to fuck you. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to Jap Talion and this guy. You just fucking suck all the energy out of the room. <laughs> the fuck? Take three. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Let's not yell at people. <laughs> this is going to take forever. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. <laughs> okay, welcome to uh, Japtalion and this guy. I am Jojo Rocca. Otherwise known as Joseph. <laughs> I am Eric E-Money. Otherwise known as E-Money. Easy E. I'm Morgan. Otherwise known as Morgasm. Enough said. Mo Daddy for your mama. Mo Daddy for your mama. What up? I was going to try and come up with another name. All right. So uh, why don't one of you let the fine people out there in podcast land know what to expect from this event? All right. We're going to go off topic. That's first. <laughs> um, we Every week we meet up. We kind of shoot the shit, uh, talk about some interesting stuff that happened to us or things we heard about, maybe a movie we watched. And uh, then we'll get to the content portion where we flip a coin uh, to determine which one of us picks a topic that we've looked at. We individually pick our own topics and don't say what they are until we do them. I know there's a more succinct way of saying that. (laughs) That was good um, enough. Yeah. And then we wrap it up and go home and cry ourselves to sleep. Okay. I will not uh, be crying myself to sleep tonight. I guess at least one of us does that. I don't know. Oh, oh, no. I do that on occasion. Wow, you guys are really putting me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Morgan, you want to tell us how we do this? Oh, wait. <laughs> Morgan, you want to tell us how we do this thing? Nah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Morgan. Yeah. How was your week? <laughs> Anything new or interesting going on in Morgantown? Well, I'll tell you. So uh, Landon has been in the hospital off and on for the last, I don't know, eight weeks, seven it's, weeks, seven or eight like weeks. It's almost become a lifestyle. Yeah. I told him he just <laughs> needed to start dating one of the fucking nurses and like. Like, you live here now. <laughs> it's done, son. He finally moved out. Yeah. Uh, he went home today. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah, he got released and he went home today. After 37 surgeries and no solid foods, Landon has become... Surgery Boy! Interesting story. I told Joseph about it uh, Sunday. So he had the surgery at the beginning of April, and they apparently 
you know, he was having issues and stuff and kept having to go back to the doctor. They, they did a scope to check it out. And the gastro doctor was like, hey, there's something wrong in the surgery spot. It looks weird. It's awkwardly twisted and this and that. And the surgeon that did it was like, nah, I, I don't see anything. And I definitely don't want to go back in there and work on it. And, you know, we all dismiss it like, well, he did just have surgery. So you don't really want to go right back in and stuff. However, six weeks after that and like four hospital visits um, that lasted five to seven days each. Finally, they did another scope and the there was a different surgeon in the OR when they did this scope. He saw it and he was like, no, nah, this needs to be fixed. Right. So they go in, they fix Landon. And when they undid the surgery, they found all kinds of other shit wrong that needed to be repaired. I didn't tell you this, Eric. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, the hole in his stomach, had, it had leaked stomach acid onto his diaphragm. So it bonded his stomach and diaphragm. Oh, wow. So every time he breathed, it was shaking the food that was in his stomach, making him nauseous. He breathed harder. It would shake, shook more and, you know, vicious cycle. Anyway, so they repaired all that. This surgeon, this particular surgeon, you know, they put a tube down his nose into his stomach to release air and bile and all that while he was recovering. And this surgeon wanted to pull the tube out earlier than any of the other doctors, the gastro doctor, the floor resident, the pediatrician on the floor, all these doctors and nurse practitioners said, you know, to give it another day or so to let the fluid clear up coming out of the tube before he pulled it out. And the surgeon was like, no, we're going to go and pull it out in 20 minutes. So I got on the phone with him and was like, why? What, what is it that lets you know it's time to pull it out? I'm only asking because like four other people are saying no. Right. And you're saying, yeah, do it. And he was like, well, because I'm the surgeon and I make that decision. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> But there's a reason. So what's the reason? And then we start getting into it on the phone. And Kelly takes me off a speakerphone and hands him the phone. And uh, the nurse is over there trying to distract Landon. Because I'm like, I'm telling him, like, I don't give a fuck if you're the surgeon. The last surgeon that did a surgery on him fucked it up. And he was on your team. So I want to know what it is that makes this okay to take the tube out. You know, he, he finally explained it to me. And when he explained it, I was like... Okay, that makes sense. Thank right. you. You know, and that's all I needed was a fucking explanation from this jackwad. But he yeah. ended up getting in trouble for the way he was like the way he handled a parent, you know. Yeah. And the nurse told the resident doctor and they ended up having a big, you know, 20 minute conversation with him. And they were like, well, you're not making any more decisions. We're going to go in there at the same time. So we're all on the same page and I'm going to be making the decisions for Landon now because we deal with parents. You don't. And I well, was and like, your kid's yeah. been in the hospital for fucking months now. Of course you want a reason. Of course yeah. you want an explanation. Like even before that, you should get an explanation. But exactly. Y'all have already fucked this up before. I want to know. And, you know, Yeah. If there's five cooks in the kitchen and four of them are saying, don't do that. And the other one's like, well, I'm going to do it because I'm the big man. Yeah. That's not a good reason. Exactly. Fucking dick. And, Fuck and it's guy. like, you know, that's what they've been doing the whole time. Oh, well, it's this. Let's send him home. He's getting better. Let's send him home. You know, and then less than a week later, he's right back in. So, yeah. so they kept him. They kept him almost three weeks this time to make sure he 
fully recovered and got back on a full diet and everything and didn't get sick from his full diet before they sent him home. They did a bunch of labs this morning and everything, but they let him go. He's home. Hooray. I know. <laughs> what about you, Joey? Two tones. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, let me look at my notes here. <laughs> Joe Pocalypse. <laughs> Tokyo Joe. Oh, um, my brother's band, The Purrs, put out a new album. Boom. Called uh, We Thought There'd Be More People Here. <laughs> it's a live album. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good title for a live album. Did they record it during COVID times? <laughs> um, I don't think so, but I think they put it out because there weren't live shows. Right, because there were no live shows. Nice. Yeah. Are they going to go on tour now that there are live shows and promote this live album? I don't know if they are doing that on the West Coast yet. Like over here, we just, the whole time, we've just been going without masks, spitting in each other's faces and shooting guns. <laughs> They don't do that on the West Coast. And shooting guns. <laughs> <laughs> on the West Coast, everybody's like in their houses with like duct tape over the windows. <laughs> I, yeah. Maybe those are both exaggerations. Maybe not. Some people do take the level of concern about it to a whole new fucking level. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand if you have people that are vulnerable in your family and they, you just don't want to spread this thing around for the goodness of everybody. Yeah. It seems like now we're getting to a place where it's it's going to be as back to normal as it can be. Right. You know, hopefully. And the other thing was the other day uh, was World Goth Day. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all know there was a World Goth Day? I did not. I'm, but I'm not surprised. Like Juggalos got their day. You remember that from the Juggalos thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like Goths got their got a day. But they it's like a worldwide thing, not just a, an America thing. You know? Damn. Yeah, Goths are real big in Germany. Yeah, they uh I think there's a foundation called the Sophie Lancaster Foundation to uh support people, I guess, who are or wait, to create awareness of uh, prejudices towards alt-cultural people. Sophie Lancaster was a person who was beaten to death for being goth. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, they these like dudes like beat the shit out of her and her boyfriend, and I guess she got a brain injury and died from it. Joseph is. Ah! 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 So, Shit, that's sad. I've almost kind of messed up. Yeah, I've almost beaten myself to death over some goth images. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I usually beat goth chicks too, but not almost to death. <laughs> Just enough that they like it. <laughs> oh God, I feel bad. I feel like we're making fun of a dead chick. Nah. I'm okay, making good. fun of me masturbating over goth, <laughs> not over goth women, like on top of them, <laughs> spraying them. <laughs> Jesus. Eric is. Ah! 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 I'm masturbating. Ah! No, that is wow, sad this- that people from any. <laughs> Any walk of life, man. I don't know what it is, but anybody that's different enough 
for someone to be that concerned about it, no matter if you're yeah. transgender or gay or black or you know rich what white the fuck male ever. whatever yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> rich white men just have to cower in fear <laughs> of being othered and beaten to death yeah it's it's unfortunate because a lot of the stuff I view is like a something that just makes the day more colorful. Like I kind of wish people would like be more expressive with stuff. I would love to be able to just go out of my house and occasionally see like a random parade that was disorganized, just form or like somebody (laughs) just dressed up in a Batman costume, hanging out like it's normal. I like that kind of shit. I miss the, you know, the blue Mohawks and face paint and weird shit that people it's, I don't know. I want to see more of that. Got that right. Sounds like maybe San Francisco might be a good place for you. You know, it might not be a bad place uh, altogether. You yeah. know? I, I don't know. I've never been there. Back when I was using, people would warn me. They were like, don't go to San Francisco. You'll die. From drug overdose? Yeah. 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 Well, then don't do drugs using. while you're there. Maybe I won't do drugs when I'm there. Yeah. But the people you like will probably be there. Like, I really... I'm really into goth chicks, girls that will dye their hair different color and wear a bunch of fucking loud colors and makeup and shit like that. It's like really nice. Goth chicks. Yeah, it just makes things more pleasant, I think. It's like uh, seeing flowers blooming. It's just a beautiful thing. Okay, that's all I got. Wow, that was fucking lame. Eric? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I didn't write anything down this week. Uh, This this week was disappointed by fucking shows that never made it off the ground. I like watching Masterpiece Theater on PBS. Mm -hmm. They have a bunch of good shows. I mean, some of their more popular ones are like Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and... um, That name (laughs) sounds made up. Benedict uh, Cumberbatch? Yeah. Downton Abbey, you know, shows like that. But they have other good ones. And I've picked like three shows in the past couple weeks that got really good. One of them had two seasons and then, bam, left like four cliffhangers. Oh, you were... Yeah. And then... Oh, they didn't get renewed. And then this other one I was watching was really good. It was about nurses. Um, oh, yeah. Dealing with stuff in World War II. Mm. Just ended. World just War com- II nurses. Completely with that, fucking with ended. That, yeah. that back seam on their stockings. Yeah. But I found a good one called... The little, um, in- the little hat. <laughs> Sorry. Down, go ahead, Eric. I found a good one called um, In Flanders Field, which is a poem. Oh, he's my favorite character. <laughs> who is Flanders from the Simpsons oh. <laughs> Adio. <laughs> um but it has to do with uh World War One, the German occupation of Denmark I think is it Denmark that has the Flemish people in it Flemish yeah Flemish uh-huh. <laughs> Flemland <laughs> anyways half the population of, of this uh it's like a <sighs> neutral country <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> is this what I'm like? Is this what it's yeah, like having to deal totally, with me all yeah, the time? 100%. <laughs> um, There's a great show. It's a World War One. I. I usually get more into World War II. It's in subtitles. It takes a lot for me to watch something in subtitles. 
Because I really? can't. Yeah, I can't. Something like, that's do all other, in subtitles. Yeah, uh. and they speak some English, but it's mostly in in subtitles. But I um, usually have to watch the show multiple times if it's in subtitles right. to like read it and then see it because yeah. I, I have trouble doing both. Plus, I'll you know I'll dick around on my phone for a minute and I hear it, but I don't. You oh know, yeah, I don't understand Flemish. <laughs> I watched I watched a show on um, Netflix last year. Fuck, hold on, it was called Unorthodoxed about the oh the, the Jewish Jewish community. yeah the Yiddish. Yeah. No, it's the Hasidic Jews, yeah, yeah, and that girl leaving, and a lot of it was in Yiddish. So you know, you had to fucking read and pay attention, or or you could get lost because it's not English. Yeah, but I've watched. I almost been binge watched the whole season between last night and today of um, Invincible. Isn't that show fucking good, dude? It's really good. Holy it's shit! Really good. The second episode was like, what the fuck. It really threw a twist <laughs> yeah. in there and makes you kind of wait the whole season to f- understand why the twist was thrown in there. Yep. It's a superhero um, animated series based on a, a relatively new comic, I believe. From the Robert Kirkman, the guy that wrote The Walking Dead. Right. Yeah, he yeah. wrote The Walking Dead comics. And it's really cool because they, they do a lot of the old superhero tropes in there. Like they got a dude from the water that looks like a fish and they've got like a demon that's like a detective and can figure stuff out. The so ancient it, goddess woman. R- yeah, right. So there's like borrowed stuff and they're, one team of people is called the Guardians of the Globe. Yeah. which is like Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. So it's kind of like a thumb on the nose to other ones in a way. Like I laughed at some of that stuff. Like they're obviously making reference to them borrowing that material. Yeah, but it's good. It's that show good. Is the storyline's great. Yeah. Dramatic. I thought it was supposed to be funny mm-hmm. for whatever reason. There are funny parts in it, but it's definitely not funny. It's, no. It's just gratuitous violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less humor, more violence. Yeah. Yeah, just make a decision. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> Word, we about called up. Man, I, I feel like so. we're not bringing the heat this time. Bringing the heat! I want to bring it. Okay. Well, maybe you should have had that bang energy intervene. I need another one. You got another one on you? Mm, I didn't bring any. Guess I only drink one a day. Dope fiends. You're garbage. You'll always be garbage. You know, you've always been garbage. You know Morgan's <laughs> holding out on you, man. <laughs> Judge Joseph, I am the bar by which all things are measured. You've been judged. He's in there nodding along with me. Uh-huh, yep, I know this. <laughs> it checks out. <laughs> I'm going to go back to doodling eyeballs while y'all talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at that. He's a fucking artist. <laughs> So we want to flip a uh, Yeah, I believe we're at the point in the, our story where... In our story? Flip a coin. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Joseph's hosting. So this is between Eric and myself. Yes. I really want to do paper, rock, scissors for some reason, but we can flip a coin. That's fine. I'm going to call it in the air. <laughs> coin. Heads. It's tails. <sighs> tails. <laughs> Sound like Joseph. <laughs> well, that, that would be you, tough guy. When Joseph loses the coin flip, he's like, "Oh, thank God, 
<laughs> yeah, I've got a couple different ones. I'm just glad it's not me this time because my topics aren't ready yet. Yeah, better get them ready. It's coming. Mm-hmm. We're coming for you. We're doing a break now. You want me to say what my topic is first? Oh, did we have a rule about this? No. You guys we don't rules. have a hard rule about it. <laughs> Give the topic. What is your topic, um, Eric? You know, it may kind of fizzle out, but I'm going to do mine on Wisconsin Death Trip. Ooh, the Wisconsin Death Trip. That sounds exciting. I'm currently reading that. Get on the Wisconsin Death Trip trip. All right. Morgan. All right. All aboard. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a break. Okay. And now, Japtalion and this guy presents Goth Chick. Yo, 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 we talking about Mo Daddy. He likes Goth Chicks. Everybody knows he'll fuck those. Goth Chicks. Fuck you in the ass, fuck you in the tit, fuck those. Goth Chicks. Yo, I ain't no prick, Mo Daddy likes Goth Chicks. Fuck, fuck. Fucking fuck, fuck, he likes fucking Drop chicks. Mo Daddy likes Drop chicks. Fuck, fuck, I ran out of words. Drop chicks. Fuck your mom. Drop chicks. Suck, suck, suck. Fucking on my dick. Drop chicks. Weedy whack. Eric doesn't rap. Drop chicks. How long does the song go? I don't know. Drop chicks. Drop chicks. All right. We are back. Yay. Hello. Hey, hi. I'm here. All right. We're Hello. back. Make with the witty banter. Fucking yell at me. (laughs) So Eric's got a topic. His topic is Wisconsin Death Trip. The Wisconsin Death Trip was a reference to events that occurred around the beginning of the 20th century in Black River Falls, Wisconsin. There are three pieces of media that I know that are titled Wisconsin Death Trip. In the order that I discovered them in my life... First was the album by Static X called Wisconsin Death Trip, which is like a hard metal industrial rock kind of band. They scream a lot. Lead singer passed away a few years ago. That was my hmm. first encounter with anything, and I did not know Wisconsin Death Trip was anything other than a weird name for an album that yeah. somebody made up. The time period that it covers is from 1890 to 1900, and there seemed to be a lot of weird shit that went down in this town around that time period. But it's that title is based on a book that was published um, by Michael Lessie in 1973. They were, are, I don't know if they're still alive, a writer and professor of literary journalism at um, Hampshire College in Massachusetts. But this book includes uh, historical photographs. There was a photographer that lived there. He was a German photographer who took thousands of pictures, and they recovered a bunch of them. Yeah. The book has, like, newspaper clippings from the Times, 
maybe from other places of things that occurred during the time period their like their main bank there fa- fell it collapsed like there was a run on the bank for some reason yeah so people started losing their jobs people didn't have money people started starving a lot of mental illness stuff started to occur there was uh and is that to be expected when there's like a bank crash everybody's losing their jobs sort of a depression almost in a town yeah and oh, yeah and it was before the depression in the United States which created the social um services that we have now right for when people lose jobs and stuff and this is like Wisconsin like where it's Black River Falls is the main town that all this stuff kind of took place around but it's very isolated it's way out west a lot of the people who lived there were immigrants i believe that a lot of them were dutch and german wisconsin falls that was the name of the no, town no black river falls black river oh God. yeah yeah i'm listening um <laughs> <laughs> so anyways to give an idea between 1860 and 1890 the population in Black River Falls, Wisconsin grew pretty steadily. Like, that's when it became a town in those 30 years. But I guess with what occurred over the 1890s up into 1920, the population started decreasing. So it was like this trend. It was growing, growing. But then this kind of unsettled time period from 1890 to 1900 where all this weird shit, suicide, fucking people breaking windows throughout the town and (laughs) kids murdering people and just fucking weird shit. Um, Then the population started decreasing for a couple decades, and um, then it started going back up. It's still a pretty small town today. Oh, the town's still there? Yeah, the town's still around today. Oh, cool. I don't know what the population and all is today. And he was like, you're going to bore people with that stuff. It's like, what are you doing in here? Making a shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's where I do my research. I just had an image of her like popping the door yeah. open and saying that real quick and then going away. You bore people with that. I'm trying to shit in here. Unless you're going to help, get out of here. <laughs> Another interesting thing is there was a, um, there's like a kind of documentary that's heavily based on the book. That was released in um, 1999. It's on YouTube. If you search Wisconsin Death Trip, there's going to be a YouTube that's like an hour and 20 minutes long or thereabouts. And it's really great to fall asleep to if you like eerie kind of stuff to fall asleep to, which I do for some reason. I might try that out. There's uh, parts, the, the voiceovers, they really try to set the mood with. So when they're talking about the more like kind of m- mental illness was involved in whatever they're talking about, the guy will be like, Mary Beth went to the psychiatrist hospital on April 8th, 1894. And it's like, it's like whispering <laughs> and there's this creepy piano music in the background. Nice. Yeah, it, it sets fun. a nice mood. It's mostly in black and white. There is some color. The images tell a story yeah. with it, the words. So it uses the pictures from the book in the... Right, okay, right. Okay, because I, I just found it, and I'm going to cut that shit on in the car while I'm driving. Yeah, and they 
you know, they shoot some current footage to kind of tell the story of stuff. Like there was this one thing where uh, um, a guy who was obviously depressed, like <laughs> dug a small hole in the ground, put some dynamite in there with a small fuse, lit it, laid down with his head on there and said a prayer and then blew his head off. So they like in the movie, you know, obviously they don't have footage of that actual guy doing that, but they shot footage of a guy laying down with his head on top of a hole and stuff to kind of simulate it, you know? Yeah. Anyways. God, dog. Yeah, it's nuts. I assume that worked. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) The, um, The music for the film was composed by DJ Shadow. Which I just thought was neat. It, DJ it's a, Shadow, it's a very creepy ambiance, and um, oh, whoops, it was. Uh, <laughs> Is that how they introduce him? Like, oh, I don't a, know. That's what I assumed. With but, a hype man, but then, <laughs> no, that's him. That's what they do. I'm DJ Shadow <laughs> here with the Wisconsin Death Trip. You've merely adopted the shadow. I was born in it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Good stuff. Uh-huh. There was our energy. There you go. It's all gone. back down. So, so let's see. This here. guy killed himself. So these are um some of the occurrences that that happened. Good, um, good. That's why I want to hear. James Carr was a, and that's what the rest is going to be. Is just some of the creepy occurrences. Hell that yeah, that's what I, I want. About. This um, is what the people want, Eric. James Carr, residing in the town of Aaron, Vernon County, which I guess is close to Black River Falls, was discovered dead in his log cabin where he had died of starvation. And, no, you know, no one found him until after he had died of the starvation, just laying in his house. Miss Carter, a resident at Tro's Mill, who was in charge of the boarding house at the March or this, I'll just read what it says. Let's do it. Just read it. This is a clip, like a newspaper clip from that time. Miss Carter residing at Tro's mill, who has been in charge of the boarding house at A.S. Trow's Cranberry Marsh was taken sick at the marsh last week and fell down, sustaining internal injuries, which have dethroned her reason. She has been removed to her home, here and a few nights since, arose from her bed and ran through the woods. A night or two after she was found trying to strangle herself with a towel, it is hoped the trouble is only temporary and that she may soon recover her mind. So that's one incident of a newspaper article. Yeah, this that's, lady that's that what just, I like about the book when I was reading it is the way they word it, like dethroned her reason. Right. You know? It's, I'm like, wow, there's some nice flowery yeah. flowery language to describe a horrifying event. Back in my day, we used to use colorful words like befuddled and Luddite and overmorrow and uh, Oh, fuck, I forget. What's it's kind of a gothic thing Mm -hmm. because of the language, it's very creepy in that old world sense. Yeah, just reading these people's words is haunting. 
Mm-hmm. And the, the flowery description, almost poetic, makes it even worse because it's supposed to be like beautiful. And in a sense, it is. But, you know, this lady is naked, wandering, wandering through the woods. Apparently, she's lost her reasoning skills. And then they find her trying to choke herself with a towel. Son of a bitch. Alexander Gardapi? Gardapi? Guardapai, I don't know, aged 90 years, died at Prairie Duchin. He walked into a saloon, drank a glass of gin, asked the time of day, sat down, and died right there. Well, he was 90. Morgan's not impressed. Get fucked. Uh. Yeah, it just... Yeah. <laughs> but that is weird, yeah. though. It's Imagine weird being in there. He died what he enjoyed doing. Like, well, I reckon it's about 2.30. All right. Dead. <laughs> um, G. Drinkwine. Wow, I wonder how they got that last name. Father of Miss Lillian Drinkwine attempted suicide a few days ago at Sparta. He swallowed a large quantity of c- cigar stubs. Oh, Y'all ever tasted ash in your mouth, like burnt tobacco ash? It's yeah. disgusting. It can be fatal. Did y'all know that? No. If you, if you no took way. a cigarette and you s- soaked all the nicotine out of it into a glass of water and drank it, it can be fatal. Oh, that sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah. That oh, fucked with my stomach a little bit. It's called vaping. <laughs> <laughs> it's this new form of vaping. <laughs> That's how you kill yourself? Fucking scarfing down some damn Dude, cigar butts? Nobody had a gun? <laughs> uh, a train you can jump in front of? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Frederick Schultz, an old resident of Two Rivers, cheated his undertaker by suddenly jumping out of the coffin in which he was supposed to be dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the fuck? Fooled <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got him. Yeah. Well, you know, they used to, it was pretty common back in the day to the, misdiagnose the death. So, yeah, they'd have the bell. Yeah. Yeah, but not then. Not in that time. I, I guess not. But this oh. dude was not done living yet. I guess apparently. they didn't do an autopsy on him either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what I ascertained from the movie is there's a lot of Ger- German and Norwegian immigrants. And the bank of Black River Falls financially collapsed, which led to people losing their jobs and an economic crisis in the area. The children were abandoned in certain situations where I guess they figured they would fare better without their children, so the adults took off. Um, or maybe they felt their children would fare better without them. Yeah, perhaps. But for whatever reason, children were left to fend for themselves. Damn. At least one, quote, illegitimate newborn was choked to death by their mother. An outbreak of diphtheria um, killed multiple children around the time. So it's just this convergence. What's diphtheria? I looked it up, and I've already forgotten it. <laughs> like, when I was doing this well, research, I looked it up. It's <laughs> I, I want to say it's like a flu-like thing. I don't know. When you guys want to, it's uh, dip-h-theria.
People were found frozen to death. People were found dead by multiple methods of suicide. People had murdered one another during this time period. Other people just wandered off and were never heard from again. Buildings were set ablaze at times, caught fire for different reasons. One man was found laying uh, on the railroad tracks and just there we go. was waiting for his death. He's just Train. laying. <laughs> Um, and they had it took like three men to get him up and get him away from there. He's like, I just want this to be over. That actually that actually occurs in some of the old music that I listen to, some of the old country songs. I think there's a Bob Wills song where he talks about um, laying his head on a railroad track and letting that two thirteen clear my mind or something like that. Yeah, he's just talking about suicide. Yeah, yeah. you know, I guess you have to kind of back then you had to kind of flower it up a little bit. Yeah. Nice. Now you can just say, I'm thinking about killing myself. I remember when I was really uh, suicidal and my van was having this issue with the CV joints. This would not happen, but I wanted my CV joints to just pop off fucking when I'm doing like 70. fucking like right near an overpass or something now my brother did have a cv joint break on him while he was driving and the car just cut off and slid off the road or whatever but he was doing like 40 i wanted to do it while i'm doing 70 or 80 and then uh is that why you drive so fast no i'm not <laughs> suicidal now oh, okay I, I like living right this second <laughs> but i i right this second <laughs> We've got we've got some doctors waiting to ambush Morgan outside. <laughs> this is really an intervention. Yeah, this is a very complex intervention here, Morgan. But I'd be I'd be riding down the road and the wheel would be you know going back and forth really fast while I'm doing seventy and I'm like just fucking break already, man. Let me get over this bridge the wrong way. <laughs> Come on, God, you motherfucker! <laughs> you I know you hate me. <laughs> So I looked up diphtheria. 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 It's a serious infection of the nose and throat that's easily preventable by a vaccine. Hmm. A sheet of thick gray matter covers the back of the throat, making breathing hard. Yeah, Nowadays, so, it's very rare. So an outbreak uh, of that took place. There was an kids outbreak? Dying. Yeah, Damn. there was an outbreak. Kids in town were dying. This is probably before anti-vax was a thing. <laughs> yeah. The the farmer that I already talked about buried dynamite in a small hole stated, here I go and the Lord go with me. And then Oh, bang. damn. There was somebody there to, to Yeah, that's him. what I was going to say. This was in front of people, huh? Apparently. <laughs> Check this <laughs> out. There's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> A lot of trauma in that town. Dude, think of all the unhealed trauma that echoes throughout generations. Because people used to not know about trauma. Yeah. You just fucking dealt with it. And if you didn't deal with it, you were thrown in some insane asylum. or some, They dealt with it in some not very healthy way. Yeah. And it's still wow. just throughout the years. 
I wonder how much stuff now we're dealing with was like way less acute 200 years ago, but it just keeps going oh, and building. Yeah, you mean because it would, might amplify through the generations? Yeah. Or might not. Might lessen some too. Be cool if there was some way to measure that. Here I go and God go with me. So he took God with him, huh? What a selfish bastard. You're coming with me. (laughs) Uh, Mary Sweeney, I like that name, would take cocaine liberally and smash windows around town. She'd been arrested several times. I dated her. She had been put in, um, you know, like in a hospital setting, like an insane asylum a few times. You know, when they asked her about the cocaine, that sounds so weird. The cocaine. When they asked her about the cocaine. (laughs) She said that it quiets her nerves. Man, she must have been nuts. Yeah, the evidence is to the contrary, (laughs) ma'am. Man, fuck your windows. Yeah. A 13-year-old boy, John Anderson, and his 10-year-old brother ran away and hid on a farm. And when they, uh, when the farmer found them, the 13-year-old killed the farmer. The 10-year-old played a part in it, but the 13-year-old was the one who killed the farmer. They then decided that they would just take over this farm for the summer and just live out their days on this farm until a um, relative showed up. And the younger kid told him what they had done while the older kid was taken off. So the sheriff got up a good old posse. (laughs) Like they did back in the days. Mm -hmm. And they went and um, hunted the kid down. They eventually got him and he went to prison for life. Oh, that's not how I expected that to end. Yeah, like you kind of you get together to get, a posse. They hunt him down. I thought he was strung up and drugged back on the back of a horse right? or something. Something. There was like a shootout. <laughs> All the suspense to, and then he went to jail and lived out the rest <laughs> of his life behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> totally thought he was dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird shit. Let's see if I can find some other good stuff. That's about the end of the research that I had. There's there's a lot more occurrences. Um, for anybody that's interested, I would suggest the book or just watching that movie because the movie's got a lot of what the book does. It's just in a, to me, a more appealing format. Yeah. Joseph, the book that you're doing, it. I already know the answer to this, but I want to make sure it's audiobook. No, it's an actual Get the paper fuck book. out of my face, you fucking cunt. <laughs> it's actual paper <laughs> book. It's wow. right next to my toilet. It's excellent toilet reading. Because there's oh, because you can articles. read a story, it's just short articles. Yeah, yeah. Nice. so it's really good for that. And then there's all these cool photographs of you know people from back then. Some look of them look like they're photograph. dead and they're propped up. You know, you know, what I get out of reading it is there's like a gratitude about it because I'm reading it and there's all these horrible things of like mental illness and drug addiction and like people just fucking starving and losing their jobs like. A lumber mill's shutting down and everybody loses their fucking job and there is no solution, you know? Yeah. And it gives me like a sense of gratitude. Yay! You know? I mean, I I sometimes feel like I maybe would fit in better in the 1850s. Fuck that shit. I like the idea that if I lose my job, I could maybe get another job or maybe get some assistance until I get another job. Or if I get sick, that maybe I could get a medical attention that might help. I'm a man. Like leeches. 
I'm a man, <laughs> and I'm pretty manly, I think, but I'm pretty manly for the year 2021, not for fucking, not yeah. even for 1921. You go back there and and try to be like, <laughs> try dude, to be a man what with is those this dudes, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be putting an apron on you. Be like, you need to get back in the kitchen. What's your husband do? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with a man having a husband. <laughs> no, but it, you know what you were saying. I mean, it's like yeah, they were back. No, that's, yeah. They were driving. Na- they were building houses like with hand saws and like driving nails with hammers. <laughs> yeah, like spikes. They were yeah, fucking they were building railroads and yeah. shit. Yeah. So this most of the photographs were from this guy Van Shayek. Don't know if I'm saying that right. Who's a photographer who worked there at, in the town at the time? He did commercial photography. And uh, they, when these, I guess the glass, I don't, it's like glass slides they had. Yeah. Um, there were over 8,000, but only so many were salvaged. I'm trying to find the number. I just had it a second ago. Of the number that was salvaged, they only used a few. So, there, okay, no, there was 30,000 glass plate negatives when he died in 1940. Damn. Um, that sat in a studio for 30 years. They salvaged 8,000 of them, but of those, fewer than 200 were used for Lessie's book, The Damn. Wisconsin Death So there was Death so Trip. much more. That's yeah, just a fraction. Yeah, there's so much more, yeah. Damn. And of everything, like weddings, birthdays, funerals, just what what the fuck ever people would take pictures for. Wow. I wonder if there's like a uh, gallery or a museum Oh up yeah, there that like, has that stuff in it, like in Black River Falls. You think they're trying to relive that know, shit? Maybe they just got a website where it's just here's all the images. And this, before Ooh. I forget, some of this information, the stuff I'm reading right now, is um, from Artful Living. It's a uh, article done by Wendy Lubovitch, uh, May seventeenth, two thousand eighteen. It's the real story behind. Erie, Wisconsin death trip. And then I got some of the stuff from Wikipedia. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's a very credible source. <laughs> I just want to say. I find all my info at wikipedia.com. That's like the first place I go. The other one was from uh, medium.com. Uh, Ken Stolt wrote the article, Wisconsin death trip, the real story. On March 31st, 2017. Wasn't the last one called The Real Story? Yeah. Wait a they're minute. They're not very unique. In their What's going <laughs> on here? Which one's The Real Story? It's a, it's a fun little thing to look into. I want to watch the YouTube video. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it tonight. It's, it's great to fall asleep to. Is it basically the book? Yeah. Are you trying to get out of reading the book? Uh, <laughs> it's it's no. basically the book. It uses a lot of the same images the and then they do voiceovers for the newspaper articles and stuff or whatever else. I think I, I want, um, I like the idea of having that physical book in the bathroom to read, but I think I can zip through it in the YouTube video. Yeah. But there's no way that book is an hour and 20 minutes long. I just look, the YouTube video is an hour 18. Okay. Yeah. There's no way a book. It's about three quarters of an inch thick. That clears it up. <laughs> 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 Maybe five eighths. What's the font size? 
Uh, I don't know, but the uh, the book itself, like when it's folded in half, is about the size of this uh, laptop thing we got here. What do we got? A 15? 13. We got a 13? Yeah, so when you open it up, it's odd shape like that, too. It's very uh, landscape-y. Hmm. It does make you think, though, like you were saying about us considering ourselves men today, like the hardships that people had to deal that with shit. moving westward in this country, fucking awful. I mean, if there are anything like Western movies... Like the Unforgiven or something, you know, you just go into a town and there's like a weekend of shootouts. tournament yeah like um y'all ever watch um it was on hbo uh deadwood i haven't watched it i need to get into that show i haven't watched it dude it's talk about like a poetic thing the one of the main characters of that show um swearingen 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 yeah there's a (laughs) chinaman as they call them in the show okay here we go Who does not speak a lot of English, but he calls uh, Swearingen, Swidgen. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, thinking about like when you build a shop, you it's this little shack built out of boards and yeah. you have to personally go get items and bring them there to sell. And if those items break, you have to guarantee those items if you're going to stay in business and then just it, all the small mechanics that a lot of people may not think about while they're watching a show like that of just how difficult life was or built, building a school from scratch, having to teach all these kids, you know, oh, this, this kid survives a, a like massacre on the road and she speaks another language. So now they got to figure out how to get this kid to learn English and teach oh, this kid. Yeah, I and forgot about that. Yeah, there's just all these weird occurrences that when you're building a civilization, it's not like shit's just there waiting on you like us, you know? They didn't have the Georgia tablet things that they've built to tell you how <laughs> yeah. to build a civilization. Oh, yeah. The guidestones. Yeah, yeah, the guidestones. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have those back then. Yeah. We got them, yeah. so we're... We're good. We're good. We're the future is good. No lead Scotland to tell them how the <laughs> how the, their women should be behaving around the fresh young boys. <laughs> History's fucking weird, man. It's yeah. cool because when you zoom in, there's so much there. It makes you think like what are the people in the year like thirty twenty one gonna be looking back and saying yeah. They will be thinking we are the most badass men they've heard of. They might be. Or they might see they might fucking... They, they might find fucking magazine clippings of these bearded men in onesies <laughs> fucking drinking hot cocoa. No, they will be looking at that shit and be like, these are fucking men's men. Look we need to guys. bring this back. I need a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that guy still has his testicles. <laughs> These bronies worship this mythical creature. 
Yeah. <laughs> was known for its beauty and masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. So, yeah, hopefully that was enough of some <laughs> teaser information that would excite people into looking into that topic for themselves. Are you excited? Are you? Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> my, bro- my brother got me that book. Nice. He does stuff like that. He gets me books that he thinks I'd be into because we're like kind of into similar shit. I was going to say, you're totally into the book, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to put it down for a while. I was going to like a dark place personally, and then I was reading, and I was like, this isn't really helping. You're like, huh, a pillow of dynamite. (laughs) That might (laughs) just do it. (laughs) Where can I get dynamite? It also makes you wonder if there are like periods of time and space where like a negative thing just like starts negative energy starts attracting negative energy. So like Mm. more and more, that's what I thought of when I heard it is like almost like that negativity has a weight to it, like gravity. Cause you know, gravity like bends shape space time. So I wonder if there's like enough negative energy where it starts to like accumulate it with a certain negative gravity, you know, where now all these fucking events just start occurring on top of one another. It is contagious. Like when people have like fear or like a negative attitude, it fucking infects other people. Or even aside from that, you can be in a great mood and walk into a room where there's fucking there's tension and you can feel it walking into the room. You can just walk in in your good mood and look around and be like. Oh, God. Yeah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> guys are crazy. What, is this a funeral? Yeah. <laughs> is this an NA meeting? That's all I got. Nice. All right. Well, thank you for your topic, Eric. Yeah. Eric. Topic. <laughs> I'm working on my enunciation. Thank God. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I feel like my lips don't move enough when I talk. Hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> It's a a personal thing. I'm always working on something. All right. Well, thanks for the topic, Eric. I already said that, didn't I? Yep. All right. Well, uh, have a good evening. Have a good morning. Or whatever time of day that you're enjoying this wonderful show. Eric or Morgan, why don't you let let our fans know what's up, Uh, what to expect. We do this weekly, and uh, we catch up for the first little bit. And uh, just see how our weeks have been going and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I haven't had enough energy drink yet. I was going to say, are you going to wake up? We might. Can we? Do y'all mind if we start this over? I feel like I need to get out of whatever I'm in. Just start it from the (laughs) (laughs) get-go. Yeah. Okay. Take two. Sorry. Suck a dick.